the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Saturday morning again, four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me here is, what's your name again? Stop. What is it? (laughs) Stop? Is your name Stop? (laughs) This is my son, Alan. He runs the performance side of our division, and my daughter runs the other side of our division, and they both share the responsibilities. And uh, your mom and I are... Semi-retired. Mm-hmm. Semi-retired. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. I want to tell you a story. Okay. A lady has an old Chevy pickup, and um, she buys a aftermarket air conditioning assembly. Okay. And um, she takes it to a friend of hers, and it's gone for a long time and so forth and so on. And And as you well know... You have to deal with the firewall between mm-hmm. the engine and the and the person's feet. You have to disassemble everything because there's a new sandwich that goes on called the evaporator case. Mm-hmm. You have to mount the compressor. You have to deal with the cooling system. You have to deal with the radiator. You have to deal with the condenser and all the electrical associated with the controls. Yep. So it didn't work real well. So it's a basket case in the very worst scenario. Mm-hmm. I mean, shops run from this. So I call around to the guys that I know are capable, and they're and I I explain it to them, and they're all no, they're all no. Say I, I'm too busy to take on something like that. So I tell the lady this is going to be really expensive because somebody's going to have to go back in and unwind. Un, well, yeah, if if he did stuff wrong, but somebody has to finish it and and hang on the compressor on it without any hoses is nothing. So it's just it's just. So I call Tom Blackwell from Blackwell Automotive, and I say, you know, nobody's taken this, and I feel sorry for the lady, and this is kind of a truck that has sentimental value to it, and, you know, gosh, I wish I could find somebody to help her. And he goes, well, tell me about the situation. <laughs> so I do. <laughs> and I says, really and truly, nobody wants this. And I said, it's just, it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, there's you got two cooks in the kitchen and all that kind of stuff. And he goes, well, he says, I'd like to look at it. And I go, are you crazy? He goes, no, I'd like to look at it. I said, okay. I said, I'll, I'll put you in touch with Vicky. So the two of them get together. She takes the car over. He finishes it in two days. It's done. Wow. It blows cold air. Everything works. doesn't overheat everything. And, and I said to him, I can't believe... He says, well, we, we, we put one and a half guys on it. He says, it wasn't going to be a problem. It was just take stuff off and put new stuff on. Mm-hmm. It just really wasn't. I said, what was the hardest part? He says, the firewalls matching up the outside and the inside. He says, and we, we had the hoses made, and we had this, and we had that, and this is what we did. And 
he said the kit was pretty complete. The kit was, if I'm not mistaken, was three or four thousand dollars. Sure. So she probably spent five or six to put this together and and have a truck with air conditioning. But she called this morning. She said it was ready. It was two and two or two and a half days. She was going to go down there. There's no question in my mind. Tom did a great job. Yeah. But he did what nobody else in town that I knew of that wanted any part of that. Yeah. And that's a difficult situation because if you get to a point, let's pretend that the evaporator had a hole in it, and the evaporator might have been nine hundred dollars. So then the question is, is did it have a hole in it when I got it, mm-hmm. or did it have a hole in it because I created it? Mm-hmm. And then you got everybody pointing fingers and all that kind of stuff. And on, on top of all of that, customer parts, that you're assuming that they ordered the right kit, and if they didn't, then how do you unwind that deal? You can't send half the parts back on kit, kit one, two, three, and then order one, two, three, four, and think that they're going to make that kind of adjustment just not going to happen. Not to mention, if they did order the wrong part and this thing is now tied up in your bay, Yeah, that's the worst part. And we've, you know, we've been in that situation before. Um, but really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I remember somebody's truck in that bay for like 400 years. That, that um, wasn't was waiting a, on parts. That was waiting on labor. Oh, it was? Yeah. It was waiting on labor? Yeah. Whose labor were we waiting on? Mine! Oh. <laughs> Your your truck was in that bay so long there was moss growing underneath the tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and your excuse was, I just it, yeah, I got way too far into the thing, and all the dads out there are just laughing their butts off. You start as you no. put your thoughts together. No. no, okay, it just it I unwound it too far. <laughs> I I I, <laughs> I got way I bit off more than I could chew, and then I just. Wasn't looking forward to going back and finishing it up. Okay, but so the, it, let me describe it so that everybody has a, a flavor for it. This is a rack that goes on the top of your truck. Yeah, but that wasn't the, that. That's not the whole uh, issue. Let me finish. Right. Okay, there's lights all the way around. Yeah. There's this huge light bar to the front. There's corner lights. There's dust lights. There's lights yeah, in the yeah. back, and you have a touch pad. Yeah. So you touch the pad, and how many buttons did that have? Uh, eight. Okay, so it has eight different circuits. Yeah. So if you want one, two, and seven, you just go one, two, and seven. Right. And it's kind of an off-road thing. It's certainly nothing yeah. you're going to drive down the street on. Right. So you had to wire the touch pad to the rack. Yes. And put all the powers and grounds in. Yeah. Okay. But that wasn't the hard part. What was the hard part? The hard part was is when I started the project, I have, you know, my truck's in a way, so I've got 12 <laughs> years of different employees wiring on the truck. So every place you turn... From underneath the dash to on the side of the dash to underneath the hood, there's just wiring everywhere, and it looked like crap, okay. and it always bugged me. And so basically, I went and I tore everything out and rewired everything from front to back. And did you put like, did you tape all the wires together and then put shrink over the top yeah. of it and all yeah. that kind of stuff? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, Loom. Oh, I mean, it's like beautiful, beautiful. It's Salem beautiful. It's, yes. <laughs> but, but now that you've done that once, are you prepared to do it again and again and again as you sell those racks? It, well, no, but I wouldn't unwind a customer's that far. Okay. That was just because it was mine. Okay. But I do all the wiring on all the racks, yes. Okay, so you do it now. I do it. Okay. Yeah. Didn't your truck have a birthday or two in that bay? No. Oh. It wasn't that long. How long was it? I have no idea. <laughs> two, three months? <laughs> and then you can't say whether i Two, three I'm, months? Two or three months? Yeah. Maybe I, longer. I, I don't know. I'll look at the security tape, and I'll let you know how long it was in there. So, nevertheless, it, you were successful in doing it. Yep. 
But that was a good example of somebody going in and really not doing it right and then having to unwind the whole thing and start uh-huh. over. Uh-huh. So, so, I don't know if it was right. It was just 12 years of different wiring styles and different stuff. So some people wire sloppy. Some people wire neat. Some people wire with relays. Some people wire with bob. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. it's four or five different people wiring, you know. Different things. And how did you handle this power supply controls, like the fuses and stuff? Did you put circuit breakers in? Did you put fuses in? No fuses. Okay. Fuses. And the, but most of the stuff got tied into the Switch Pro, so it uh, so I, there is no fuses. There's no relays. There's nothing. Okay. But the harness from all the lights goes into the Switch Pro, which yeah. is the is the uh, push the button, brain, the brain box. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Now the fuse panel. How many fuses did it have in it? It doesn't have it. It, it only has one uh, 250 amp fuse now for the whole Switch Pro. Okay, so so for the whole thing, if that blops, you lost your controls, everything. you lost all your lights yeah. and everything. But if one light goes out, the rest of them will still work, which is kind of nice. That's why. So if, if one light, it will shut that circuit down. It won't ruin or affect the, the other ones. It will, it will blink and tell you there's a problem that you need to address, but it won't shut the whole thing down. And And what is the purpose of all these lights in the rack on top of your truck? So that when I'm sitting in the driveway <laughs> unloading groceries, I can see the between the front door and you know the front door of the house and the front door of the truck. It's Ser- very important. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 to just go, wow, isn't this cool? Check this out. Point wham. Yeah. And, you know, it just there's. It looks whatever. like a saucer landing yeah, from oh, uh, yeah. from Mars or Venus or something. Mm-hmm. So, so let me get this straight. There is no use for this on the road. On the road, no. Yeah. No, no use no, for this at all. On the road, there's nothing on the top of that rack. I mean, unless you have, for- unless you're in a stretch of road where there is no one for miles. Yes. Okay. And so, how do you know the lights? They could run a half a mile or a mile on a flat road. They could shine that far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, that's great. How many of those have you sold, by the way? Mm, three since my truck. Okay. All right. Okay. This is just, you know, I'm going risk and reward, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And what kind of amps when all the lights are on? These are all LED, right? Uh-huh. What kind of... You got a 250? Yeah, 250 amp. Uh, amp? What's uh, the fuse. total amp for the whole thing? Um, I would have to do the calculations, but it's 30, 34 times 4 and 17 times 4, so whatever that is. Okay. Is what the, is what they're each one of them are, are rated at. Okay, I understand. I understand. One forty, twenty twenty. Uh, what's that? So well, three, that would be three twenty, wouldn't it? All right, give me. No, two, I got my calculator again. Give me the. Go ahead. Less than two twenty, so it's thirty four times four. Thirty four times four. Go plus that, seventeen that. times four. That's plus seventeen times four. Two hundred and four. Yeah. Okay, so you put a 250 fuse in it just to give it a little, mm-hmm. a little extra. But anything over 250 is going to pop the fuse and kill the light bar. Yeah, I hope that never happens. That be, <laughs> I think we have bigger problems if that happens. It's this redesign of the car that kind of bothers me. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And your headlights are only supposed to be, they can be no lower than this and no higher than this. So if you get caught with that light bar on in the city streets accidentally, then, you know, it could be ugly. You can't turn on accidentally. You can't? No. Okay. Can't turn on. Yeah, of course. Nobody has kids that are sitting in the front seat that reach over and push a couple of buttons. Well, I think you would notice pretty <laughs> soon. I mean, it, like, lights up back to 04. I mean, it's, it lights, lights the, it lights the past up. It's so bright. And the and the idea you have these 
if I can be so bold, you have guys that come in with these big up pickup trucks, tires and wheels and exhaust and all this kind of stuff, and and they just they just do they have an idea what they want or are you showing no, them I, the I menu? I usually tell them what they want. <laughs> <laughs> No, they have an idea. You know, we do. I just help them expand on those ideas. Oh, okay, all right. Anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you'd like to join us, you can. We're talking about car questions, but I want to talk to you when we come back about yep. tire size and stuff. Okay. And and I don't know if we've been able to change the tire size. Although we did in my Dodge, yeah. going through the ABS module, we had a tough time doing that. Is it any better now? So when we get back, we'll talk about big tires and wheels and the effect it has on your speedometer. And is it is it model sensitive that you can do some modifications into the computer and tell the tire it has a different diameter or different circumference? So when we get back, we'll talk about that. Be right back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for savings at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. 
because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Well, welcome back, everybody. Let me push the right buttons, and we'll be able to tape the show so in case anybody says that we did something wrong we can uh, look and see if we did and admit it action auto repairs at i-17 in deer valley tom is a guy that i've known since the early 80s he opened up his shop in 1983 he's been around a long time folks you won't find very many shops that have 20 and 30 and 40 years of experience it's just real easy to have the idea you can open one but on, on the other hand is to sustain your forward movement is is quite another. Nevertheless, Tom doesn't have that problem. He's at Deer Valley and I-17, the northwest corner. He has ASE Master Certified Technicians, and and he understands right from wrong. As all the shops that I do do, I tell you that they're the best shops in Phoenix. So if you're anywhere near um, Deer Valley I-17, then Action Auto Repair would be a good one. Okay, so we're talking about fancy tires and wheels, which is this is in your wheelhouse. How are you when you put, you know, wh- give me an example of what you take off and what you put on. Uh, I don't know, 32s, 33-inch tall tires and put on 35s or 37s. Okay. And so are you changing the way, can you go through the ABS module through the uh, PCM? No, okay. no. We don't change any, we don't change any speedos. Okay. Especially on the late model stuff because it's, it, it, that usually entails um, going with a uh, aftermarket programmer and people don't like that with warranties. Okay, but like on mine, we just changed the diameter of the tires going through the ABS module. With the aftermarket tuner. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, mine's right on the money. Yeah. Mine's right on the money because the screen gives the speed, and my GPS gives the speed, and the speedometer on my dash gives the speed, so it's right on the money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, I'm happy with mine. I ha- It hasn't broke yet, so is my warranty over yet? Yes. Okay. I don't yes, think so. Yes, warranty. Yeah, a taillight warranty? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, good. 602-508-0960. If you have a question about tires and wheels or lift kits, he can handle that. If you've got a question with my car drives bad or I've got this problem and they told me they needed this, then I can help you with that. Speaking of that, I took my truck in the other day for a recall on the shift interlock. So they have to replace the shift interlock. Uh And, um, you know, I'm not hearing you real well. Okay, yeah, he does. Yeah. All right. Is my mic on? Um, I don't know. I didn't touch that. Oh, there it is. Is it? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Way to go. Yeah. I mean, he probably kicked it. Um, I may have. <laughs> if, if, if that's <laughs> I the case. I may have pulled it. Okay, this is four. This is mic four. If that's the case, move over to the other chair to mic three. All right, well, it's working now, so let's just so we'll see if it goes. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you're uh, shifting the lock? Yeah. 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 And, and so then I, I get a safety check, maintenance oh, yeah. safety check. Mm-hmm. And and he hands it to me. And, I'm sure and I, you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I did. And uh, I looked at him and I said, um, did you find anything wrong? And he smiled. He says, on your truck? 
And I said, did you find anything wrong? So I look at it. It's a single page. It has 27 steps, 27. And I look at it, and they're all green. 27 uh, items. Um, yeah, items to check off. Yeah. yeah. Now, I did a research not too long ago about those kinds of safety and maintenance. Do you know what the highest number I found that one particular, and I'm not going to say, I'm going to give you an example. It could be a chain store. It could be a, a particular dealership of a particular model car truck. You know what the highest number of lines on the inspection safety report is? Like, a, like, a, like what is the highest number of checkpoints? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's probably north of 100. 134. Yeah. 134. So it, it's, it was amazing to me to, to expect your staff to go through 134 points on a car and think that that was going to be something that would pan out on the numbers because you've got all that uncompensated time to have the guy go through and make sure that, uh, that the left rear door shuts with three pounds of pressure. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard enough to get our guys to 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 check the tire pressure with an oil change. Don't say that. No, I know. I'm just saying. But that's in general. Yeah. In, yeah. And, yeah. And and that inspection at the oil change, it's universally accepted that it's check the tires, check the brakes, check the fluids, check the hoses, belts, hoses, rubber, you know, rubber components, rubber components, and look for tire Winter wear, wipers, tires. Yeah. And like so yeah. those are the kinds of things that. We should be doing, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm doing some industry standard work with respect to what are industry standards. I have a a variety of cases that have to do with that on my plate right now, and it is it is one of them is really obvious that to me it's they expect us to look into the future and know this is going to happen. Right, right, and and that's just not possible because if that was possible, then your truck would never break down, and neither would mine. Right. So it's it's just not possible. But on the other hand, somebody not too long ago had um, their car in, and and then the tire fell off. You know, four blocks later, that's happened to us. Yeah, well, it's happened to us. So yeah. you have to raise your hand because you were the last guy that had an air gun and, and lug nuts. Uh-huh. In our particular case, it was what two blocks away. Yeah. And so the wheel goes rolling off, and through the grace of God, nobody got hurt, but the wheel did damage some other cars. <laughs> and so we took care of all of that, but you, you kind of learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think we have a caller, Gil. That's right. It's Harry. Harry, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark and Alan. Uh, good morning. Yeah, I've got a question. I purchased a new vehicle. It's a 2019 uh, 3.5 with an EcoBoost. And um, what is the deal on these oil catch cams? Uh, modifications that I've heard them talk about, uh, especially for these uh, particular vehicles. They don't don't worry about it. Honest to God, I mean, if yeah, they say it's a big thing. If you tune those, you can tune those real, real good. Those EcoBoosts, you can add, you can throw some real good horsepower at those things. If you were wor- worried about, you know, at that point. Uh, you might run a catch can, but other than that, um, th- there there needs to be a reason for a catch can. You just don't put one on willy nilly and expect to it to do anything. Well, yeah, the the reason I heard was the fact that you get the uh, well, with a direct port injection and uh, everything, you get uh, the uh, oil taking at the intake valve that just uh, kind of eliminates that. Is that correct or is that not correct? I don't know how how would that eliminate that. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I've heard a lot about them. I've had people ask me before. I've not put one on. 
Let's describe it for the people that are listening. The catch can t- catches oil that's expelled from the engine through pressure because somebody's running it hard? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you're not going to have your foot on the floor a whole lot of times, then chances are you don't need the catch can. And if you do need the catch can, I'm going to assume that we're going to have some oil on the engine because it's blowing out the oil cap or right. it's blowing out right. some kind of event. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the... I mean, maybe there is a good reason for it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not familiar with what the reason would be. Are we putting especially catch cans, in a, especially in a stock application? Okay. Are we putting catch cans on anything? No. Okay. No. All right. No. And, and 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 we're thinking about putting a catch can on mine because I am blowing a little oil, and it's it's nothing that creates a spot that's more than three inches. But yeah. Yeah. But you, yeah. Yours is a completely different uh, design as far as why we're doing it for you, um, but. Why but, are we doing it for us? Is the question. Us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. because we change valve covers and it and it got the got the whole CCV or the crankcase ventilation all screwy. So we, we're working with that right now. But uh, but just willy nilly, I don't I don't see an issue. Okay, I would leave it alone. And what we're doing is is we're taking you and I are taking the fumes from the valve cover, this new fancy valve cover we have, and we're just running them back into the side of the engine, which is a connection that was already there anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The With the new valve cover, it, it doesn't vent like the old one does, so we had to create a vent, but it, it's also pushing oil, so we got to capture that oil and drain it back in, and, and so... We're, Harry, we're the, um, are, are, are you, is your wife take that and hot rod the heck out of it? Oh, yeah. She gets on and runs it real hard. Okay. <laughs> Aren't we working on a lot of those Eagle diesels? EcoBoost. EcoBoost. Is that an EcoBoost yeah. you're talking about? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. Don't we I, work I, on what? I went over to the dark side and got the board now. So. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> is, is he talking about That's the... Uh, no. I called and asked him about them oh, uh, probably six months ago, and he says, yeah, I get the four-wheel drive uh, EcoBoost 3.5. So. He so has a bad habit. Yeah. So. He has a bad habit of... Um, I spend in other people's money. <laughs> that's a, that's real easy. All right, I'm up against a break, Harry. Thank you very much. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Dodge and the problems with the Dodge. Okay, the little what four cylinder? Well, that's going to be a, that's going to be a short. It's uh, going to be a short segment. We're I know. talking about problems with the Dodge. Well, we're talking about the EGRs <laughs> and all that kind of stuff Eco that we're seeing. Eco diesel. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to talk about those because obviously we're doing a whole lot of work on those. Mm-hmm. That's really expensive, and they haven't fixed it yet. We'll be back. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. 
Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Does your business utilize the digital marketing trifecta? I'm talking about putting the right message in front of the right people at the right time. Salem Surround delivers the digital trifecta by targeting your ideal customers on their smartphones, tablets, computers, even smart TVs. When they're checking their email, surfing the internet, or on their social media. You want real ROI from your marketing budget? Call Salem Surround today at 602-707-1011. That's 602-707-1011. Your competitors won't know what hit them. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. All about that theme and all the Okay, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem and Alan Salem here at your service. If you have a car question about your car, about something you've been told, those are the kinds of questions we can guide you. We can talk out loud. And our repair industry is, is has wide variations to it. There's lots of different thought processes, and I think we can discuss the extremes as well as the middle. And um, that's kind of what I think you want, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And Mesa, the repair shop, the only repair shop that I can, I can really recommend is Thompson's Auto Repairing and Towing. They've been around since 1970. Both Brian and his wife have roots that go into Mesa in the 50s and the 60s with respect to gas stations and auto repair. So Thelma and Brian both come from that kind of an environment. You only have to meet one or the other of them to understand why I think so highly of them and their ethics and their ability to fix cars. So they're on Main Street just east of Stapley. If you're in Mesa, that's the only shop, I'm sorry, that's the only shop I can recommend. We talk about um, the 
EcoBoost, which is the V6 twin turbo Ford. Yes. Okay, and then we got the Eco Diesel, which is the Dodge Diesel. Yeah, Dodge half ton diesel. Okay, and the problems that we're seeing right now, just describe them in general. On the Eco Diesel? Yeah. Uh, emissions related, um, just bad, poor, poor design, emission related stuff. Okay. All right, let me try to clean it up. We have an EGR, which is an exhaust gas recirculation valve. Yeah. So we take some of the exhaust that's clearly going to have some unburnt fuel in it, and we're going to recycle it through the engine. Right. Okay. The EGR, for whatever reason, is melting where it lives, and it's causing damage to the plastic around it? Mm, no, I think what's happening is is the uh, it's the cooler that's supposed to cool that coolant is getting plugged up, so it's spending a lot of time in that cooler. And it's getting really hot, and then going straight from there into a uh, into a uh, a plastic piece okay. and melting it. Okay. So we're going to cool these exhaust gases as it comes out of the engine, mm-hmm. and we're going to go through a cooler to do that. Yes. And then from there, we're going to redirect that through some plastic pieces back into the engine to be consumed again. Yes. Okay. So these plastic pieces, because the cooler goes bad, then all of a sudden the hot gases go right through the cooler and go into the plastic and causes a problem. So the exhaust gases aren't cooled as they should. Right. Okay. Right. Right. And those cost, I know we do a lot of those because many of our commercial clientele has a lot of them. Now, we've got one of them. How many does he have? The one they, I, I think they have like north of 15. Okay. And so what are what are most shops doing to those, and what upgrades do we have on that little Dodge diesel? I, I don't know that there's an, uh, an upgrade. We're just replacing them. Uh, I can tell you it all depends on how you drive and how far you drive. Um, if I get a, a 17 in there with 195,000 miles. It needs a lot less work than a 17 with 35,000 miles on there. Okay. Basically, because they're driving further, they're allowing the engine to heat and cool, uh, allowing it to do proper regenerations, stuff like that. So drive it like you stole it as opposed to you got a hot cup of well, coffee between your legs. Yeah, I, I don't know what, like you stole it. It's drive it for extended periods of time, not okay. just two miles here, two miles here, two miles here, three miles here. Okay. You know. What about the the? What's the benefit of going longer? Just keeping the temperature in the engine. Keeping the temperature in the engine, but it allows it to regenerate, which okay. is going to, uh, you know, regenerate the 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 DPF and it keeps everything cleaner. That's its, that's its way of self cleaning. Okay. So, so if you're if you're if you're getting, a, you know, a little bit of a regeneration on this trip and then a little bit here and a little bit here, eventually that adds up and it never gets to a proper operating temperature and cleans out itself. Okay, the regeneration is is the computer's ability to go in there and clean up some portion of the exhaust system more than likely. Yeah, there's a filter in the exhaust, and basically what they're doing is they're lighting that, that filter basically on fire to, to, to clean it, okay. to regenerate itself. Okay, so what they're going to do is is they're going to send additional fuel there. They know it's already hot, so they're going to create this regeneration, which is nothing more than like cleaning the filter on your vacuum cleaner. In the sense yeah, of radio. Yeah, 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 except with using fire or okay. heat. Yeah. Now, so what happens if somebody says, uh, I, I do drive around town, but I leave it idle? Uh, Better or worse? No, idle's not, not, not real good for it. Okay. No. It, the, the long sustained, yeah. com- and it's called a heat cycle. Yeah. Take it up, get the entire engine and drivetrain up to heat, up to normal heat, and keep it that way right. for some period of time. Right. 
So right. the people that go through one heat cycle a day, but they still put 100 miles on there, that's not that's going to be a problem. Yeah. And yeah. we had that lady up north that had north of 100,000 miles, and we had that same problem with hers. She was always off-road at 2 to 3 or 4 miles an hour, you, you know, you had said, and it just never gets up to to properly cleaning itself. Okay. So, but there's other cars out there that have a regeneration system as well, and they're mostly diesels. We're not doing gas motors with regeneration. Right. Yeah, okay. it's only diesels, yeah. And all we're doing is trying to clean up the soot that goes into the exhaust so that we don't restrict the exhaust and we don't create a restriction somewhere in the in, from the exhaust valve to the tailpipe. Right. Okay. So those are the kinds of things that you deal with on diesels. There are some dr- tricks to keep the driving costs down just a little bit, and one of them is, is I know you don't like it, but drive it like you stole it. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be times when you're on your way to Flagstaff that you, know, you need to put your foot to the floor and, and get that thing hot and put a load on it. And, uh, you know, hauling a boat and that kind of stuff would help. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you bought or sold a house recently? Well, you probably noticed a lot of changes in the real estate market over the last few years. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. From new industry regulations to down payment assistance programs, price increases and decreases, the real estate market is always fluid and we are here each week to keep you truthfully informed and on top of your real estate game. So tune in each week to Arizona Real Estate Matters to hear what moves and shakes the Arizona real estate market today. That's every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flat. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? 
Close parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Students who read, and are read too, do better in school and in life. Every child can learn to read, and reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. It's family-owned and operated since 1982. Chuck started it, and his son Derek runs it. As the second generation often always is, Derek's a little better on business than Chuck is. (laughs) It just has to do with a, a generation or two between the two. But if you're in Sun City, the only shop I can really recommend to you is Autodynamics. Once you meet Derek, you'll know what I'm talking about. And once you see the shop, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you have another shop in Sun City you like, stay there. But if you don't, then may I suggest Autodynamics might be a good good place. We talk about cars, and so we're going to talk to Charlie, but that te- reminds me of a story I want to tell. Okay. All right. Charlie, good morning to you. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, uh on a Ford uh, 7.3 turbo diesel, I got a leak where the dipstick connects with the pan. Oh, yeah. And I've, I've, heard, I've heard you're talking about this thing. I think it's strictly diesel has a, a part that might work. Okay. Do you know if that's a – is that a guaranteed fix? That is a uh, – that is as close to a guarantee of a fix as you're going to get. Yes. We have used those in the past, and they work. Yes. Okay, now does the guarantee uh, depend on them putting it in, or uh, could I put it in myself? No, no, you would. I don't. I don't know what their guarantee is. I, I just know what the alternative is because the alternative is really, really bad. So this is a uh, this is an easy an easy uh, way. I would not put it in if I were you. Um, I've put them in, and they're not. They're not real, uh, not real easy to put in. Um, but okay. I don't know as far as our guarantee or anything how that works. Oh, out. Yeah, but let's talk about ours. If we sell, first of all, we don't sell people parts like strictly. They have a, whole, a completely different right. line assembly. But if we sold somebody a part and they installed it and we had a problem, we're not covering that. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, for sure. We can't cover right. them. So and they didn't pay any labor to have it done. Right. On a one to ten scale, this is a. Oh. It's been a while since we've done one, but I would say a six or a seven. I would agree. Six or a seven in difficulty. Yeah. The problem is, is that this device to fix this dipstick problem is only used once. You can't use it twice. You can't install it and screw it up and then pull it out and put it back in. So it's not likely that you're going to have. But did you talk to Strictly about what the cost is to do that? Uh, I think I've heard you guys talk about it on the radio. I think it's around 300 for the part. Okay. Well, I'd certainly call them. And here's why I say that, is you want somebody who's done this a lot. 
Okay, yes. because they're going to know what to do. They're going to know how to seal it up. They're going to know how to install it, and they're not going to make a mistake. So that that's valuable. But you call them up and just tell them Salem said that you'd do it for a hundred bucks. What do you, <laughs> what do you think? And and just it, it, it's he's going to laugh just like you laughed. So he he may say, well, if you know Mark Salem, it's going to be three times the normal amount, and then say, oh, did I say Mark Salem? I'm sorry, and just make up another name. But yeah, it, it's worth asking them. And speaking of the seven three, I had a friend of mine that had up pipes. Describe yeah. the up pipes and what they do on the seven three. That I guess is a somewhat common repair. Real common. Okay. Yeah, it, it takes the pipes from the manifold, moves them from the exhaust manifolds up the back of the engine. Okay. And then they they uh, basically Y into the turbocharger uh, um, inlet, so okay. exhaust side inlet. Basically. Okay. All right. So and they're bellowed. They're okay. like they're, they they look like an accordion at one point and they leak from okay. those points. All right. So the accordion is really like their people's a uh, hose in their vacuum cleaner where it stretches out and it's got all the different winding in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just we have to draw yeah. a picture yeah. on radio. Yeah. So it it somebody said that they had up pipes. Now what's the up pipes cost? What do you charge to uh, replace a, the iPad? It's a pretty big job if I'm not mistaken. I I don't know. It's bracket. Huh? Bracket? Uh, I. I mean, I, it's north of a thousand bucks. Okay. Yeah. And I was going to say a thousand to twelve hundred is what I usually see. Yeah. So the up pipes are now. How do you know when the up pipes are bad? Um, is you it, can. It, it depends on how bad they are. Noise um, and lack of power. Okay. All right. So they're leaking. Noise yeah, yeah, yeah. is the exhaust leaking, and yeah. lack of power, they're leaking. Right. So you're likely to hear the up pipes right. if there's a problem. Right. Well, not, if you look at them, they're, they're covered in soot, then you know that they're bad. But, yeah, it's a very common issue. Okay. That it, Charlie? Um, well, roughly, what would you guys charge to put that part in? You know, I'd have the, to... I'd have to talk with the tech on Monday and look up the last one we did because I, I don't recall. It was either more difficult than we thought it was going to be, or it was left less difficult than we thought it was going to be. So I knew we were, I know we were going to adjust it for the next time. So I don't I don't know the answer. You'd have to call me on Monday. And and Charlie, we've got one guy that does all of our tech work. When he started, actually, his dad went to high school with me. When he started here, he was at the car wash cleaning up the car wash. He's now a master tech. He's the youngest master tech we've ever had. And and he covers 100% of the diesel side other than oil changes that we transfer to the mechanical side. So it's going to – how many have we done? Probably four to six. Okay. So we have enough experience to decide what to do. Oh, yeah. So call Alan on Monday, and uh, you talk to Adam and see what you guys put together. Right. But you need to call Strictly as well and, and ask them, what, where do you live in town? Actually, I live in East Mason. That's one reason I, was, I don't want to go all the way to Strictly, but I may have to do that to get the part. Um, yeah, but they can ship you the part. Yeah. If you well, if you want to buy the part, under under certain circumstances, we let people bring their own parts. That's not something that we normally do. But in this particular case, if you're going to go get it and bring it down, as long as it's still in the package and somebody hasn't already tried to, to stick it in, we'll, we'll we'll do it for you. Okay. All right. Hey, I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. Okay, you bet, Charlie. Hey, Steve, you're up next. How can we help you? Well, I've got a comment regarding Charlie. That's not why I called, but I've got a 7.3 myself, which is a 2001, and strictly recommended uh, new up pipes for me, and uh, I bought some of the welded fellows style and uh, thought, yeah, they're not that critical so i went with the form bellows which were much cheaper put them in myself and 
well, it's a big bear. It's not a joy, but there's one screw that is just next to impossible to get to. And with all the combinations of uh, universals and extensions and everything I could think of, I got it tight, but my God, what a job. Now, tell us, on a 1 to 10 scale, from your point of view, what are the up pipes uh, cost uh, or difficulty? Let's talk about difficulty. Difficulty. It was probably, uh, for me, just being a shade shade tree mechanic, I probably had uh, six hours into it. Okay. So on a 1 to 10 scale, are you talking about a number 6 or a number 7 in difficulty, or are you talking about a 5? Difficulty. Due to that one screw, I'm talking about uh, maybe an 8. Okay, and we agree with you. We agree that it's not it's some. Now a lot of times we we will move stuff to gain access, and that's yep. something that's quicker than trying to, like you said, doing a bunch of uh, of different sw- wobbles and stuff like that. So yeah. sometimes, I mean, we at sometimes we take one motor mount loose and lift the side of the motor up so that we can ask, access stuff. So gaining yeah. access usually saves the customer some money uh, some money in time. That might have been the case in my in my situation, but I didn't I didn't move much. I can't really recall. I did that probably two three years ago. Okay, how do you like that seven three? Oh, it's it's great. Uh, I have no issues with it. The only problem I've had is uh, leaking. Um, well, I shouldn't say I had shorted uh, injector wiring going through the uh, valve covers one time up in Montana, and uh, thankfully I had a uh, shirt sleeve relative that was the uh, owner of the Ford dealership, and I got that turned around pretty quickly. And then another time, still on the road, oh, up in uh, Colorado. And okay. uh, the right bank went first, the left bank some years later. But uh, other than that, I haven't done a thing to it, and the uptights. Those 7.3s, Alan, jump in here. Those 7.3s, people like those because that's a monster motor. It's, it's not monster motor. It's just very reliable. They're easy to work on, uh, not real expensive. They're just they're uh, they're good motors. It certainly uh, is f- heads and shoulders above the six liter, and maybe even the six four liter. The six seven has come out of the gate with pretty good on the Ford side, but but the seven three is like the four fifty four gasoline powered Chevrolet. It's just big and it's strong, and people like that. And so uh, I. You either heard it from you or somebody else, maybe Bob, that said that they're almost getting what they paid for them way back when Uh because people want them so bad, and people especially that are hauling trailers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the 7.3 because you've you've passed on to me that it's been very reliable. It's not hard to fix, but it's not easy to fix, and the people that have them usually have a really nice cab and really nice bed, and they've taken good care of Mm -hmm. them. What's the year spread in the 7.3? Uh, believe the good ones are like ninety eight and a half to three. Okay, so the tail end of nineteens up to the oh two. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. And we talked about strictly diesel just a minute ago. Nate's a great guy. He comes from a really good family, and um, we had him in the studio not too long ago. He brought his daughter, and um, she was, she was really, really good. She just had lots of confidence in the business of the of the company as well as at at, at what she's heard with her dad. But they're on I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, strictly diesel service and repair. 
unlike what it, the sign says, he actually works on your gas motors and stuff. So if you have a diesel, you're the primary customer. If you want an oil change, a tire rotation, stuff like that, cooling system flush, hoses and belts, he'll do that as well. So he's up there, like I said, I-17 and, and uh, Pinnacle Peak Road, strictly see, sir, strictly diesel service and repair. And you can go to their website and look for parts. And I think that dipstick repair came from them. Did it? Or did? are they just simply the supplier? No. I think they I think they made that part if I'm not mistaken. I think they did too. I think he did. I think what they did is design the part, then they turned around and manufactured the part yeah. and they are the sole vendor of that dipstick repair. Uh, Who's yeah. that, Gil? Uh, that would be Steve. You had a follow up. Oh, Steve, go ahead. You had a follow up. <laughs> yeah. Well this is an oddball and uh I've posted this on some forums and not gotten any replies, so I thought I'd give you guys a shot too. Okay. It's a uh <clears throat> 87 L98 Chevy uh, tune port injection installed into a 58 Corvette. Okay. Left left bank about a year ago. I pull into the garage and I'm getting smoke out the left bank and left what, exhaust. Okay. Well, what color? Let's let's not pass that up. What color? Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, Bermuda yellow. No. <laughs> no, the Not smoke. The, the color of the smoke. <laughs> I don't care what color the car is. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Well, I thought, well, I knew I thought that maybe was you were in the market giggled. for... I thought maybe you are in the market for a 58 Oh, no, 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 no. No, I, mean, I expected, you know, gray, black, blue, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. No, this, no, this is white, pretty much white. Okay, okay. It smelled like oil. Okay. Uh, um... So uh, that was, as I pulled in, the engine was hot. Um, I don't believe it was overheated, but it was a little bit hot. Okay. Um, That was a year ago. Uh, Last Saturday, I pulled in, and the same dang thing. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm up up against a break. Okay, I'm up against a break. But here's a couple questions I'm going to ask you in about six minutes. Number one, do you have an unexplained coolant loss. So every once in a while you look and the overflow jug's empty or something like that. Number two, I'm going to ask you, when you drive it for a long distance and you park it, you're going to your girlfriend's house, okay? You go to there, you park it, and then an hour later you come out and you get in it. Does it run poorly for the few first few seconds? Does it run poorly so it's missing at the first few seconds? And you stay right there and we'll come and and get a hold of you. 602-508-0960. 602 Five oh eight zero nine sixty. I know that. Sure you I know okay. that. Right. I know that. So, it, it, one of the things that we talk about is the internet. And I'm not beating up Steve. I'm just saying the internet's not a good place to to have someone diagnose a pain in your abdomen or a cyst on your arm or an earache. A lot it's, of YouTube technicians. Oh YouTube my God. certified. And and the problem with all of that is is you have no idea. And, and I've said this before a hundred times. If this guy was that good fixing cars over the radio, over television, over YouTube, he'd be working for me for north of $100,000. The idea is is that I can't diagnose your car, but I can get close because I get to ask you questions, just like I got done with with Steve. So white smoke, blue smoke, gray smoke, those are important. We know what those what causes though. And then I ask him other questions and that'll help me. We'll be back. <laughs> 